Well, now we're going to have a time to look at the Word of God today. You know, nowadays people like to have recommendations. We, we have surveys that are taken by companies. People want to recommend them. You want to know that they're a good or reputable company. You want to deal with a person. You want to know that they're good. They're going to work things out. And recommendations are very important in life. If you want to get into a good college, you need a good recommendation. If you want to get a job promotion, you want to get a good recommendation for it. If you want to, if you're in business for yourself, you want repeat business. You want to get new business, and and it's very very important to be recommended. And the person who does the recommending is very important because if somebody recommends it, they put their reputation on the line, saying, "Okay, I'm recommending this person or this company." And the same thing is true in the Christian life. God wants us to live lives that are good, to be a good testimony before others, so that we can be having a good reputation in this world. You know, you can either be a good Christian who brings glory to the Lord Jesus Christ, or on the other hand, you can bring shame to the Lord Jesus Christ. We want to be in the first category. We want to bring honor and glory to the Lord. We don't want to bring shame to Him or dishonor in any way. And today we're going to look at a man from the New Testament found in Third John chapter one verse twelve, and his name is Demetrius. He was a good Christian man. Now there's two people in the New Testament named Demetrius. One was a silversmith in the book of Acts, where he opposed Paul. Because Paul preached against idolatry and he preached the true one and only living God, and so they got very upset when Paul was doing that, and that his name was Demetrius also. But this man, Demetrius, was the good Demetrius, not the bad one, and he was the one who had a testimony for the Lord that was outstanding. He would be somebody you would recommend. He would be somebody you would. Say is a good person to serve the Lord, and if you look in your Bibles to Third John chapter one and verse twelve, it says this: Demetrius has a good testimony from all, and from the truth itself. And we also bear witness, and you know that our witness is true. This is John speaking. His testimony was good before all the people, and the truth itself, and the apostle John. So today we're going to look briefly at three things. Number one, his reputation. Number two, his recommendation, and number three, his recognition. And Demetrius was one who was in the church, and in this church there was also a very bad person, and his name was Diotrephes, and he was a dictator in the church. He wanted to call all the shots. He wanted to tell you what to do and what not to do. He wouldn't let certain people come into the church. He wouldn't accept them, including John. And a lot of people believe that Demetrius was one who was put out of the church by Diotrephes because it tells us in the context of Third John that that's what he did. He was not living the way he should have been, and he was not the leader he should have been. This Diotrephes. So contrast that with Demetrius, who is exactly 
diametrically opposed to that. And I'm sure that you can imagine a man like this who had such a good reputation, Demetrius, in the church that people liked to be around him. You know, when you have a good reputation and you treat people well and you show kindness to them and you show respect to them and you treat them well, they will want to be your friend. They will want to be around you. But on the other hand, if you treat people with harshness, with criticism, with judgmentalism, and you, you put them off. And that's the difference between Diotrephes on the one side and Demetrius on the other side. Demetrius was not out to be popular, but he was out to please the Lord. Someone once said, popularity is when people like you, reputation is when they ought to, but really can't. And you know, there's a lot of people like that today. If you take a stand for the Lord, they'll respect you, but they won't like you. They won't like your stand. They won't like your Christ. But we have a responsibility like Demetrius to be a testimony to them of what Christ has done for us and how he has changed our life, how he has transformed our life. And that's the way he wants us to be. My question to you today is this. How is your testimony at work. If you're at work, you have a full-time job, part-time job, you go to work, how is your testimony? When people hear your name, do they run the other way? Or do they want to be around you? Secondly, how is your testimony in your neighborhood? Do your neighbors respect you? Do your neighbors know that you're Christian? Do they know that when Sunday morning comes, you're not just going out to get donuts? Or going out to have brunch, but you're going to church, do they know? You know, it's a blessing to be a testimony. Young people, you're in, you're in school, elementary school, middle school, high school, college. How is your testimony before your teachers, before your fellow students, and the people you come into contact with? You know, we can either be pretenders, or we can be real possessors of Christ. There's so many people today that talk a good sermon. They talk the talk, but they don't walk the walk. Diotrephes, he talked the talk. But Demetrius, he walked the walk. And his testimony was good. He was legitimate, a legitimate Christian, and he had a good testimony. And not only a good testimony from some of the people, he had a good testimony from all of the people. He was somebody that you could recommend and think, this person is one who is a godly man serving the Lord. In Acts chapter 22 and verse 12, it says of Ananias who came to Paul when he got saved, it says of him, then a certain Ananias, a devout man according to the law, having a good testimony with all the Jews who dwelt in that city. So that's our first point today, his reputation. They often say your reputation precedes you. And when your reputation precedes you, it either can be for the good or for the bad. Some occupations, for example, have bad reputations right to start with. So you're already in trouble. <laughs> Sorry, Dave. <laughs> He's waving his arm. Attorneys, sometimes attorneys. But lawyers, they don't have good reputations, right? How about used car salesmen? They right away do not have a good reputation. 
And other professions, too, are like that. So that's why when a Christian is in one of those positions, they have the opportunity to say to send a different message. That I'm honest, that I'm sincere, that I do the right thing. And when a Christian has that kind of testimony, it makes a difference. People will want to hear our message, but to get a hearing, we have to have a life that backs it up. And that's what Demetrius had. Secondly is a recommendation. Demetrius was faithful in a few things, and God blessed him in many things. There's a scripture in Matthew chapter 25 where the Lord Jesus speaks about this, talking about it there. He says, His Lord said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You were faithful in a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. You know, when you start off at a company or you start off in life, you start at the bottom, right? And you work your way up at the top. There's nobody that walks in and says, as, as a CEO generally, I mean, you work your way up and, and to the top of the company. And you want somebody who has a good reputation. You want somebody that has done it before, who has experience. And that's what we want. And as Christians, God wants us to be mature Christians. He wants us to, to serve him faithfully. And the question is for us, am I a person that someone would recommend? Am I a person that has a good testimony? Am I a person that can be counted on, can be reliable? Before we go on, I just want to give credit to, first of all, the Lord, and secondly, to Ed. Ed has taken care of this building so well and when this happened, he had just been in San Ramon, and he, was, he had driven to Livermore. He said, I'm on my way back. He drove all the way back to Livermore, got there immediately, took care of all these things. That's a faithful man. God wants us to be a faithful man, faithful women, faithful children. He wants us to do his will. And it's important for all of us to act that way, not to seek our own credit or our own glory, but to do it for the glory of the Lord. Amen. And you can know that you're doing it for the glory of the Lord sometimes when nobody else is around. And test yourself. How do I do? When, some, when nobody is around, do I do the same good job as I do when everybody's there? When the boss is looking? You know, that's, that's where you really recommend somebody when they're there and they do it when sight unseen, in secret as it were. John says in verse 11, Do not imitate what is evil, but what is good. He who does good is of God, and he who does evil is, has not seen God. So you wouldn't want to imitate Diotrephes, but you would want to imitate Demetrius. And what a contrast between the two, as we have already mentioned. I don't know if you have the book. I have both the men's and women's uh, book, but all the men of the Bible, and then there's one, all the women of the Bible. And Herbert Locklear wrote this book, and I love it, because every time I'm speaking on a Bible character, I'll look it up, and they're there. Every single name that's mentioned in the Bible, no matter how obscure it is, it's there in that book, all the men of the Bible. And in the same way, all the women of the Bible. Well, he wrote about this, about Demetrius. He said, he was a believer, well commended by the Apostle John, this man of God had the testimony of all men. 
of the truth and of John also. It is one of the finest recommendations of the gospel when a Christian impresses and attracts those around him by the reality of his or her faith. If we're truly saved, if God has changed our lives, we have a testimony, and that testimony can be powerful to people. Not just what we say, they say talk is cheap, but not only what we say, but what we do to back it up. Because if we say we're a Christian, and we use foul language, tell off-color jokes, do things that are questionable, people are going to say, he's not a Christian, he's like me. You know, people in the world, they want to see something different. And they hold Christians like us to a higher standard than they do even for themselves. It's amazing. And so the Lord wants us to be a good testimony in all that we say and do. And when you get a recommendation for somebody and you have them do work for you, for example, and you say, wow, I'm going to get on the phone. I'm going to tell Randy. Randy recommended this guy and he was great. Did you hear what Ed was saying about Jim? Jim recommended this person to come and help us with the church, this electrician, electrical contractor. And he was good. And when you find somebody that's good, you want to tell people about it. You want to pass it on. You want to share it with others. Nowadays, we have Yelp. And people put things on Yelp. And they put on their recommendations for the company and so forth. There's a lot of different things get posted. Some things are not true and right. People post things all the time that are not. But it's one place that people use. And companies use surveys now. You notice how many surveys you get? They want to know, did we give good service? They want to have good customer service. So to do that, they send you a survey on your email. Fill out the survey. Banks do it. Companies do it all over the place. And so somebody's not going to give a survey on us as Christians but they still listen to us and they watch what we do. And so in a sense, they are doing a survey, aren't they? In their own minds and situations. I like what J. Vernon McGee had to say about this uh, man, Demetrius. He said he's one of the shining lights in the New Testament, a humble saint of God. Around us today, there are multitudes of people like him. They're not Diotrephes. There may not even be a Gaius, but they are... They're not outstanding Christians. In other words, they don't have the notoriety and the name recognition like the preachers on TV and so forth. Just humble saints of God doing the thing that God has called them to do. And I'm thankful for every one of you because every one of you has a ministry. Every one of you has something you're doing for the Lord. Humbly, you're not broadcasting it. You're not taking credit for it. You're doing it for the Lord. He says that you may be teaching a Sunday school class. You're not trying to be the chief soloist, but you're singing in the choir. You know, in a choir, you have a number of people. We have, I think, almost 40 people in the choir, but we only have certain select ones that God has talented and gifted to, to be soloists, like Randy and, and uh, Taylor and others uh, sing solos. And so we can't all be solos. We can't all be the main speaker. We can't all be the pastor, but we all have a work to do. And it's so important. And when we support the work of the Lord by our lives and by our attendance at church and by our service for the Lord, we are blessing the Lord first and we're blessing the leadership and we're blessing the whole church. May the Lord help us to serve him humbly 
and faithfully, not caring if we get any credit or not. In fact, the Christian who serves the Lord shouldn't be seeking the limelight, shouldn't be seeking the credit. We should always deflect it away from ourselves and say, glory be to God. Give all the glory to the Lord. If it wasn't for him, I couldn't have done it. And it's true, because everything we have is from him. Every gift, every talent, every skill and ability, we have nothing to take credit for. And so we should serve him with all our strength and all our heart with the talents he's given us. And then the third thing is recognition. You know, when someone does well at work, they give recognition awards. I remember at IBM, they have IBM mean service, right? You used to get those awards. And different awards come with monetary attachments as well. Because if you've done a good job, in the Christian life, we're not doing it for the money, folks. We're not in it for the money. We're in it for the glory of God. Amen. And one day, when we stand before him at the judgment seat of Christ, and it's just between him and, and me, and him and you, and he says, well done, good and faithful servant. It will be better than any earthly recognition we could get, any earthly rewards we could get. Because when we have a good testimony for the Lord and we serve Him, not caring about our own credit, He will bless us tremendously. The Lord Jesus talked about in John, in Matthew chapter 6 about doing things in secret. I love this passage because Jesus said this, when you do a charitable deed or anything you do for somebody else, a favor, an errand, help them in some way. He says, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. That your charitable deed may be in secret. That your father who sees in secret may reward you openly. And isn't that true? The Lord is a debtor to no one. If we do anything for him in his name, humbly, for the glory of God, we will be rewarded for it one day and he will give us crowns and we will be able to cast them at his feet. And say, Lord, you gave me the strength and the ability to do it. I love you, Lord. Thank you. And we'll present those crowns at his feet. And what a blessing it will be. We've all heard of Michelangelo, right? He was a great sculptor and he did the Sistine Chapel and all these things. Well, one day, the great Italian Renaissance artist Michelangelo happened to overhear a group of people admiring his piazza. It was a statue of Christ on his mother's knees after his death on the cross. One man attributed the work to another sculptor, much to the chagrin of Michelangelo, who took particular pride in the Pietra. Returning to the sculptor after, sculptor after dark that evening, Michelangelo carved his name on it so that no similar mistake would happen in the future. Now, if that's not pride, folks, what is, right? He didn't want anybody else to get the credit. He wanted to make sure that everyone knew that it was him who did it. We, and that's the way Diotrephes was in this path. He wanted to get all the credit, all the glory. But for the humble Christian like Demetrius, it didn't matter. It didn't matter. As long as the Lord is glorified, I don't care. You don't have to, don't mention my name, please. There are people that do things for the church and they give things to the church and they say, please, don't mention my name. Please don't say anything. They want to do it anonymously. And that's beautiful because they want all the glory to go to the Lord. And it does. And praise God for that. So may God help us today to remember this man, Demetrius, who had a good testimony from all. 
and from the truth itself, and from the Apostle John. You really couldn't get any better recommendation than that, could you? Because he got a recommendation from the truth itself, and from John, who was a great apostle. And he did everything humbly for the Lord, and he was faithful, and he had a good testimony, and he had a good reputation, and people would recommend him because he was a good man. I love this quote, and I'm going to quote, uh, end with this quote. Bill McDonald once quoted a man named F.B. Hole, H-O-L-E. I've not heard of him before, but Bill McDonald quoted him in his commentary, and you'll see it there. And he said this, Note that it is, it is not that he bore witness to the truth, but that the truth bore witness to him. Demetrius was not... The standard by which the truth was tested. But the truth was the standard by which he was tested. And he stood approved. May God bless his word to our hearts today.